This is a Stand Up New York Labs production, providing you podcasts since 2013. I am someone who is looking for love. Real love. Sex in the city. Sex in the city. With Jay. gonna win Bray Wyatt uh, is it the audio what of someone calling you garbage no it was just Twitter oh, oh, oh. yeah you're listening to it oh god a lot of emotions a lot of emotions are we recording yeah oh you have a lot of emotions I have a lot of emotions yeah well mine are mainly pertaining to the episode yeah. oh. can I say can I say I guess- one thing I hate just one? About sex in the city. Okay, give it to me. They have these fancy drinks, but they put them in those cheap colored glasses all the time. That you look like you'd buy at the dollar store that like your aunt would have at the beach house that has like a thing hanging that's like, life's a beach. How do you know they're cheap though? Because they could be made of like porcelain. But what? What? Porcelain's never see-through I, color. I don't know. I don't make... You don't drink a fancy drink out of a, a glass that's on the Roy G. Biv color scale. You drink it out of a, a clear glass. What if it's China? what if it's colored China? Is that a thing? Well, we all know China is one color. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for the setup. B B9. B9. <laughs> So happy that just happened. That was so silly. <coughs> What's up, John? Hey, edit that out. And if you're hearing it, then you know that we edited it out. Edit this in. <laughs> Conspiracy theory. Chapstick is made by the Burt's Beeswax big conglomerate to make your lips stay being chapped. I've had chapped lips for like the past week and a half, and I can't get rid of them. And That's my dick's it? chapped too. What? What do you use? I've been using Burt's Bees. I've been using Chem- Carmex or Chemex or Chem- Kel- Kelrex. Uh, my uh, lipstick of choice is Cocoa Care. It is a cocoa butter. It, it, it smells like you're at the, the beach. <laughs> Jamaica? Yeah, all right. <laughs> B11. <laughs> <laughs> so. Yeah, man. Uh, yeah, lots of emotions with with one with this episode and, yes. and one with with us. Yes. I mean, I will say that I have news to share with everyone. Let's hear it. Is that starting Monday or the day that this comes out, uh, I go back to work for the Impractical Jokers. Yeah. Oh, even Max is clapping. Yes. What a wild See, ride. See, man, you stick with hymns and it comes out on top. That's what it is. I owe it all to hymns. Yeah, man, it's been uh, two and a half years since I left there. And what a ride. What a ride. I'm so happy for you. Yeah, it's it's super weird. It's going to be so strange going back. Um, I'm so glad that I never like 
shit talk them or yeah. like because uh, I was definitely bitter. I know. But uh, yeah, you know it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it hasn't been easy. And then it was it was a matter of like uh, forgiving them and yeah. forgiving me and kind of going through all those emotions, which mm-hmm. was took a very long time. Yes. You know, and with those emotions comes a lot of feelings of like uh, kind of beating yourself up for not getting over your emotions. Yeah. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Where you just kind of like, dude, get the fuck over it. Totally, but how do you get over something by telling yourself, get over it, quit whining, or by whining and allowing it to happen? Yeah, but you also, you get to a point where you're like, I don't know how to get over this, Mm. (laughs) because it's not happening, Mm. you know? And I've always kind of, uh, kind of complained to people who like get stuck on an ax and just like never get over it, where it's just like, Jesus Christ, get over it. And now I'm at a point where like, oh, okay, I kind of get it. Do as I say, not as I do. Yeah. Because how do you get over it? I have no idea. But I finally got to a good place. And this year, we've been doing this podcast for a whole year now. Wow. And uh, from where we started, uh, you know, I definitely wasn't in the best place at the Mm -hmm. beginning of this year. I remember. And... And then finally started working and got to a good place where finally, before this happened, I was in a good place with work where I was mm-hmm. like, not only do, was I working, but I had like more than one opportunity. Yeah. And of course, then the Joker's call to come back. And I was like, it was Is good. Is this a, a joke? Well, it was good because it was like, they were like, hey, we want you back. And I think, you know, they might have expected me to be like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, I'm coming right back. Oh, and you played it coy. Well, I... I didn't have to. I was like, hey, listen, I have other opportunities. If I'm going to come back. uh, Here's what I want. X, Y, and Z. This is what I want. And did you get it? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Wow. Are you going to show me a contract? You're pulling something out of a drag bag pocket. Mm. Maybe that's the last of your negativity seeping out of you. Right before we started, Max uh, said that he wants to PA on Impractical Jokers. Whoa. And then he says he knows someone on the show, and it's the person that I'm going to be working directly with. No way. My partner. What a small world. Um, Max will definitely get the job out of a diversity hire for a (laughs) non-binary thing. Do you see his outfit today? Oh, I, that's why I took my glasses off. <laughs> could so you I didn't s- have to look at it. Can we can I, can we take a, a photo and say we're going to post it? But oh, my do. God. Can I take a photo of you, Max? Yeah. The top half of him looks like a planetarium, and the body half of him looks like a circus. <laughs> I, I, okay. <laughs> and then his shoes look like he's playing a pickup soccer game on La Playa. <laughs> He's got his little umbros on. <laughs> Not umbros. What are they called? Um, what are those shoes called? These are uh, sambas. These are actually like I think super super somethings. They're they look like sambas. Superstars. Yeah. He looks like when uh, when a kid in school throws up on himself and then goes to the nurse's office. And oh my god! And they just get has. like whatever kind of. Oh my god! That's so funny. Oh, get him out! Get the sawdust to get him a new pair of pants. What size are you? All right, this is two sizes. Yeah, we have yeah. yellow pants. Oh my god! The mascot actually got in trouble for touching another student, so you're gonna wear his pants. Oh so, wow! Um, yeah, there's a lot of feelings going back. I, I've actually, 
Um, and I'm just going to talk about this just so if, if anyone else could relate, because it is a thing that feels so kind of insular. and Because um, I've been having strong feelings um, about all the good things that are going to happen. Like, mm -hmm. uh, like one is structure, which is I, I desperately need structure. What are your hours? Uh, I mean, it's 10 to 6 every day in mm -hmm. the office, but we have shoot days, so that like varies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But having a place to go every day, mm. having a sense of purpose, mm. having a sense of fulfillment, mm. being around other people, mm -hmm. uh, being creative. Mm. These are all positive things that I need in my life. That's so great. Yeah, but I'm having a lot of emotions ab about that. Everything after but is bullshit. What? You said, yeah, but... Well, cow's butt. Everything after butt is bullshit. Right, but but those feelings are strong because of all those positive things in my life and then what happens with that. And there is a fear that comes with that. And um, that's why I'm being very careful this week to not kind of... Because I think my normal go-to is let's sabotage this week of course. before next week even comes. Yes. And... And then there's the, the fear of what happens when all those good things happen and um, it there's doesn't make left. a difference. Yeah. It's like, oh, your life is the same mm. with all these good things. I feel that, brother. So there's the, you know, there's the fear. Of, I've been of, going through that. You have, explain. No, same thing. Just really great things are happening. And I'm like, I can't fucking enjoy this. This is everything I've worked for. It's all happening and, and moving forward and up and up. And then you're just like why aren't I feeling content? Why aren't I feeling? And it's like all that stuff's not going to fix the thing inside you. You have to fix it yourself. And that's a constant battle. That's a constant struggle. And I find when the inside of me is working properly, irregardless of everything on the outside, everything on the outside just falls into place. Yeah. Oh, it, it totally does. I mean, this job didn't come because of everything else, but it just feels like it. I got to mm -hmm. a point where like, oh, I'm working. I'm like being better. And then all of a sudden, it's like, oh, I have all these job opportunities. It's mm. not, it, it's, it's not really coincidence. Um, but being in entertainment is so hard because you, especially you, you're perpetually uh, chasing the carrot. Like, I would, if I asked you two years ago, if you uh, would pass at the cellar and tour with Dave Attell, that would be the dream, and that would be like good enough. For yeah, you, you know what I mean. But now you're there, and it's like. Uh, what's the next thing? Yeah, you know well, you I mean? never want to settle. Well, it's not a, a matter of settling, but I mean, but a part the, the of me, a part of me does wonder that because I'm like, wow, I'm making money. I've, uh, that's good enough. I'm making a living. Great. Because my thing was like, I just want to make a living doing comedy. Now I'm doing that, and I'm like, fuck. Okay, I got to sustain this. I got to stay relevant. I got to be evolving. I got to move forward and tick off the next goal. What's my next goal? Right. But how you know? how do you, does the person from two years ago? get to enjoy the you now like you've achieved your goal you achieved yeah. your dream like when do you get to sit in it and be like oh this is great i get to enjoy this well it's funny because i never take off and uh next weekend i'm taking two days off and i'm gonna go to the woods and sit with myself and turn my phone off that sounds terrible i'm going up to a yurt in the woods my buddy lets me borrow his keys we've talked about this before i can't wait that sounds like the. That's i'm it. gonna go on a hike that i'm gonna walk around that is literally for me that would be like 
when things are going really bad or if I'm making bad choices, I need to go to this yurt and push myself. <laughs> no, I, I need to calm my brain down because I'm constantly going, 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 and I never take off. I never have time. You know, I'm searching, searching. I'm, you know, using sex as a drug to feel this euphoria. And then when that goes away, I got to get it again. You know, I'm like behaving alcoholically, like the way I was with booze. I'm acting out and like living recklessly, you know, and I got to cut that back and have some experience. It's outside of my job. You know, I got to go away and be like, wow, stay present. What's important? Is it important to like, you know, be booked and busy all the time or is it important to like take a night off and see a friend or like whatever or you know do you constantly have to be working to define yourself as valuable mm -hmm. you know and if i go away i feel like that'll be a good reset and the air in the woods is just so much more clear than the city you know what if you get eaten by a bear that's so funny that's what everyone says they're like <laughs> dude all my black friends are like that sounds like a horror film you're gonna die some man gonna get you <laughs> and then all the white people are like oh. a wooded animal Every black person is like, there's a killer in the woods. And every white person is like, a snake's going to eat you, a bear, you know. But also, if also I get eaten by a bear, what a way to go. <laughs> 072 on that, your black friend's accent. That's what it's how it is. Um, Willis, <laughs> what you talking about going to the woods, Willis? <laughs> My name's Ian. <laughs> Damn, Daniel. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just telling the city, cash me outside. How about that? <laughs> How about that? Uh-huh. Well, can I say one of the most, I think the greatest thing to come from this podcast is the fact that um, Old Town Road become one of the most played songs in the history of time. And, we, and you had said that no one would care about it in a week. I, I don't disagree. You think you could play that song now and people are into it? I'm going to beg you to play at James's wedding tomorrow. I'm not DJing the wedding. What? Can we talk about the, the wedding? Oh, my God. So our friend... James and this wedding can lead into uh, the episode. Um, what? Oh, I see mm -hmm. what you're saying. Uh, our friend James McCarthy, who works on Impractical Jokers. Do you know that James does a podcast? I don't know if he still does it, but he did a podcast for a while where he was basically a parody of Mike Francesa where he was doing uh, a podcast every week about the San Diego Padres baseball team, oh, yeah. where he would just talk about Padres baseball, but not in a joking matter, just really talk about the Padres baseball team. Yeah. Never promoted it. Yeah. Was just crazy. And I was like, who are you even doing this? Crazy. Great. <laughs> he used to have a great character where he would um, uh, commentate on like old baseball games and it was the funniest fucking thing in the world. Wow. He like ran at UCB. It was so fucking wow. funny, dude. He, so, Oh, by the way, you know how I owe him money. I'm going to do the impractical jokers podcast, which gives you a big old fat check. And I'm going to just give him the difference. Wait, they pay you to be on the impractical jokers podcast. Yeah. No fucking way. Uh -huh. Where does that money come from? I don't know. Hopefully out of your pocket. <laughs> But I, yeah, it's going to be great. No and I'm going to make a chunk of change anyway. No wonder they haven't asked me to be a guest. Right? So uh, the wedding. So the wedding. So he calls me up. I, I'm a wedding DJ. He calls me up and says, we'd like you to, him and Phoebe, his wife, uh, by the time you hear this, it'll be yes. his wife. Uh, we'd like you to DJ our wedding. And I was like, great. That's amazing. 
And then I kind of complain. This is funny. I'm going to complain about something that I complained to James, but also um, one of our listeners will be hearing this for the first time because I DJed his wedding. <laughs> and I kind of complained to James that I'm. You don't like DJing weddings? No, I like. That you're friends with. I, I don't get invited to weddings. Mm -hmm. uh, it's really very seldom that I do. But this was one of my close friends, and it was one of the first times I was going to be invited to a wedding that I oh, could and you go. Wanted to, like dance. I wanted to like have, have a good fun. time, but instead I was hired. And you know, and he's like, "Hey, I want you to have a good time." And I'm like, "Well, no matter how you put it, I'm working." You know, so. I, yeah, but you would do be doing them like that could be part of a wedding gift to be like, "Wow, my talent, I'm using it." for you like a blacksmith that makes something for someone they oh, forged I mean, the fire to use their talent to give it yeah, as i mean a i gift. didn't give them a gift they paid me you know like <laughs> and he paid me really well and so if you're listening thank you for that he paid more than he should have you took the money of course <laughs> they hired me so it's, what happened like, djing is a lot it's a lot of work it's not like i'm just gonna but go you're not doing there. it so he called and me. you didn't give the money back no 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 i, I dj'd my friend's wedding Oh, I thought He's, you were talking about James. No, no, no. James oh. asked me to do it. And on the phone, <laughs> I was like, no, I love doing it. And I was like, and then I just, I, I talked too much. I was like, when I did, he's like, we want you to have fun. I was like, I know. I just put a lot of pressure on myself. And it's like, it's, it's stressful for me. And I go, and I don't like to DJ while well, I'm DJing my friend's wedding. And it's like mm -hmm. work. And I wish that I could be, you know, just like go and hang out. Mm -hmm. So. It'd be great if you show up and just leave. <laughs> Was that? <laughs> That'd be great if you show up to the wedding and then just leave well, after like an hour. Well, he called me like four days later, the two of them. And they're like, hey, listen, we got someone else to DJ. Uh, we just want you to come and have a good time. Like, we don't want you to like be stressed. Ugh. And I was like, in no way, in no world did I ever expect to be invited to James McCarthy's wedding. Like, Why? We work together, but we haven't you worked together. You guys are buds? In, we haven't worked together in two and a half years. Oh. Like, I don't think that we're... Uh, that close like I Staten Island crew he's not from Staten Island but he's a part of it I didn't run cross country in college but I was a part of their little crew for a bit so I drank my way out of it listen I I love McCarthy I love Phoebe I'm not saying I, I just in no way did I expect to be invited With to their wedding who? <laughs> <laughs> so apparently so I'm invited to the wedding and I'm pretty sure it's it was a mix-up I'm pretty sure they didn't mean to invite me. I think that he thought he was invited. I think he thought I was assuming I was invited by the, the by my tone. And then they were like, they were like, fuck it. Let's just. Well, if you were working there, it would be an invite as well. I wasn't working there. They asked you to work there to DJ. That's not an invite. Are you or are you not there? Now I'm there. But if, if someone asked you to, if I'm asked to do a show, I'm invited to the show. No, I've I've DJed weddings that I would not have been invited to. Right, but this is a friend situation. It's a two for one. Yeah, but but I got a friend that I'm marrying them, and then he throws on me the last minute. Can you MC the wedding? I'm like, what? Oh, they're just trying to save money on everything. I'm already flying down there. Oh, whatever. I like I like doing it because I I do save. You know, it's cheaper than getting a regular DJ. Um, yeah, you'd be helping them out. Yeah, using your talent, but and I'm you'd just, be there. You could put on a little playlist, come dance, say hi, whatever. I'm but just then telling you, you just I've, I've talked too much, and they didn't want it to be. They're they're so selfless. Selfish. James and Phoebe are so selfless Selfish. and like such like magically good like pure people that it makes me wonder if they've killed before. <laughs> 
because they're so good and kind. You know what I mean? It's very rare you find people like that in this world that are just so full of goodness and kindness without ever wanting anything returned. They're not damaged goods. They don't have any darkness. They're just such a beacon of light and kindness. And it's very, very rare to find that. And for two people to find that together is very like, wow. Yeah. That's great. I'm thinking the gift that I'm going to give James is, is my little speech. We, yes. I just, if you could uh, isolate that. <laughs> could you chop that up? Wow. And Max send is so bored. He's texting. Max, what are you on Amazon finding more dumb pants? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I gotta gotta get all the sweatpants. Uh, James yeah. McCarthy and I got into a fight in the office about four or five years ago, and it was a very heated, like, legitimately heated argument because he was talking about his improv group, Good Girl, mm -hmm. and how they are more talented than the cast of The Lion King on Broadway. Mm -hmm. And so we started talking about like the the Lion King, like the uh, the original Broadway cast. And I was on the side of Broadway. Like, you know how talented you have to be to get on Broadway? You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And you're in an improv group. Like, mm -hmm. you can't compare the two. Mm -hmm. And me and the other friend in the office, like, it got really heated because James was being very, he was in a, a he was in a different place then. He was mm -hmm. very stubborn about it. And we were stubborn too. Like, are you crazy? I, I know it sounds like, how could that argument get heated? Hilarious. It did. Where like, he, he had to walk out of the room like, I don't think yeah. we, we talked for a few days. Like, it was Hilarious. very uncomfortable. And now, four years later, the people on his improv crew have written The Good Place. They've uh -huh. won Emmys. Yep. They're on TV all the time. Yep. The original Broadway cast of The Lion King. I know. I would have taken that bet in a heartbeat. Nobody. I would have been on Team James' side. You wouldn't know one person in that original. Yep. I think there's one guy who was in Hamilton. Mm-hmm. So I think I just might get him a card and just inside. I'll just be <laughs> you like, were right. you were right. Good That's girl. Good very girl funny. is better than the Lion King. That's great. That's so funny. But no money. <laughs> I mean, that gift is priceless. <laughs> I would frame it. I would frame it. Um, now, how would how you much? How much money are you giving? Can we? Can you say? Because uh, no one ever talks about it. I think and no like two hundred. Two. Yeah. A hundred each? A hundred each. I was thinking 150. But you're going by yourself. That's how much I, tat I tip my tattoo artist. It's 150. What do you mean a hundred each? You, you pay for your plate. Isn't that the thing? No, they pay for your plate. Right, but it's only one plate. Oh, but you, in your gift, you're supposed to cover your plate? Yes. I thought you were paying them individually, like, here's a hundred for you, a hundred for you, two hundred together. No, they're one person now. I believe you pay for your plate. Right, they're two parts of a whole. So know. how much do you think the plate is? Fucking fifty-five bucks. One fifty. One fifty for what? I mean, they're vegan. What are we? Gonna, <laughs> we're gonna get some fucking grass and a Max. How banana. much you give as a wedding gift? Oh, don't ask Max. We'll be yeah, like, oh, an outfit that looks like a Rubik's cube. <laughs> uh, just my presence as a present. I'm doing Kanye. Uh, uh -huh. yeah. Presents. Oh my god! I would love for Max to just go straight 12 monkeys and shave his head and like, <laughs> dress like Brad Pitt. I'm uh, I'm going to a wedding in the summer. Are you? Yeah. Congrats, buddy. Yeah. Anyway, is, Jay. Is that, so, your, is that your wedding outfit? Yeah. <laughs> with, with a tie? Yeah. I mean, Max totally looks like he would be in a cult. Doesn't Max just have like cult vibe? <laughs> Do you have a, a suit? Yeah. 
have a suit. I bet it's like an oversized I, suit. I, same thing. It's like a fucking Talking Heads video. Yes, yes. <laughs> oh my god. With like the backs of his pants, like tattered and, and wet, <laughs> like like he's in a rave. Eddie Eddie gives a, a he gives flowers that come out of his sleeve. <laughs> like a, and like what a magic wand that goes limp. Like yeah, you can't touch it. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like in Joker. <laughs> yeah. I've lost a bunch of weight, so now all my all my jackets are oversized. Oh my god. <laughs> I bet they're all wrinkled too, like he kept them in a gym bag. Oh god. <laughs> uh, please send us a photo. Oh god, oh, I god. can't wait. What if Max is in like a completely tailored suit and he just looks like gorgeous? I mean it it's possible. People people really underestimate Max. Max. <laughs> Do you know what you're wearing tomorrow? Yeah, I have a three-piece suit. I don't. I went out and bought a shirt today. Can I show it to you? And I know you're gonna laugh about it, but show it, has, it to me off, off here. We're gonna get in the episode. I could, oh. Okay, show it to me now. Because I, I think this is the kind of wedding that you have. It's gonna be a lot of characters there, right? Oh, you're wearing a character suit. I, well, I feel like you have to dress with a little bit of pizzazz to this thing, because everyone is gonna be wearing a little something. Okay, you ready for this? Okay, you ready? Black, yes. Black pants, black suit pants, black blazer, and this. Now, don't mind the button. The I mean, that would be perfect if you were DJing. Well, I, okay, so those of you who don't know, it's a, it's a black shirt with uh, almost like, what are these, poppies? What are these called? Like red flowers? Okay, like red flowers with green stems. Oh, there's a hole in the back of it. All right, that's not good. Um, all right, you're not even looking at my shirt. Yeah, I am. Sorry. What happened? Is there an emergency? Are you texting Max? Are you guys talking about me <laughs> across the room? Oh, okay. Well, Ian doesn't like my shirt, um, but I'm going to wear it. Anyway, he's deep in a... Te Sorry. Who are you texting? What happened? Let's make an executive decision. Uh, your suit stinks. <laughs> I mean, you didn't even... Yeah, it's a rose-colored shirt. I mean, that's perfect if you were DJing, but you're going to a wedding. You think there's everyone's going to dress, like, fantastically wild? You know what's funny? I think there's like, going to be some... I, you, you know I what's would... funny? The way our culture's changed and everything? Because in like 2007, 2008, they used to make these videos called The More You Bro. Instead of The More You Know. Right. And it was like, when a bit, when when a chick comes over to your apartment, kick her out before you go to bed. The more you bro. <laughs> and it was like stuff like that. It was very funny. Wait, what does that have to do with the characters at the wedding? Because there's going to be a bunch characters. of bros there. Yeah. There are gonna the be dude a bunch of, bros. There's definitely going to be a bunch of bros there. Yeah. Uh, like, the, that's so funny that, like, they were so, like, Tucker Max of NYU. And then now it's, like, uh, just, like, sweet, kind boys. The question is, there's the one dude. I forgot his name. I think it's Hot Dog, who is uh, <laughs> really well built. Uh, oh, yeah, is is he going to take his shirt off at the wedding? Oh, without a doubt. And he's like good at parkour. He'll probably like parkour down the altar. Or something. I think the over under is how many guys take their shirts oh, off. Oh, they're all the going to take their shirts off. They're all going to drink beer dripping down each other's bodies. 
There Although was, one time, I one thing I did was Con Ryan was taking a piss and I reached into his stream. And oh, it was no. like <laughs> Putting my hand in his stream of piss. And it was the funniest thing in the world. That is friendship. And I tried to cap it off. <laughs> Before we get into the episode, I know we we're, were talking for a while, but it made me think of... Uh, I'm enjoying this. It made me think of the Super Bowl, which is playing next week. Oh, Chiefs and who else? Uh, 49ers. Woo! Steve Young. Um, and I wanted to tell you some of the uh, prop bets. You know what a prop bet is? No. It's when we bet on what kind of prop pants Maxler is going to wear <laughs> to the next episode. <laughs> Um, they're, they're bets that are, are not necessarily, it, it's not really related to the sto- the score of the game. Ah, okay. So you want to make some prop bets? Yes. But there wow. are, there already are some. Well, since you and I are both making money now, let's put some, let's put a hundo. Well, let me, let me minus tell- 99 pesos. <laughs> I think we should put <laughs> it's a dollar. I think we should put some money on these. All right, so here's some profit. Let's 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 spend a hundred dollars, Ian. I I don't like losing money. I'm sorry. These I'm are, already I'm already gonna get dinged for taking a rental car to the woods. This is what I. <laughs> this is this is what I want. Okay, put your phone down. Focus yes. here, because this is. You're not gonna lose the money. This is you're gonna win. So think think of these prop. These are all real bets that we could put money on. You ready? Mm-hmm. The odds that the that an Epstein didn't kill himself sign will be shown. <laughs> I think that's so hack that people make those fucking like, I have a Christmas sweater that says this. It's like, but will, shut it, be, up. But will it be shown on the air? If you say yes. Oh, at the Super Bowl? At the Super Bowl. It's I pl- thought you meant at the wedding. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I was like, wow. Are these guys wild and crazy oh guys. Can we bet on that? Will, will the efficient, mentioned FC didn't oh kill himself. Oh my god. Jared, I got a fucking 50 in it for you. I tend to think it will be shown somewhere and it's plus 350. Which which means What you, are the other bets? You win three and a half times your bet. Um the number of players carted off the field over a half or under a half. Jesus meaning, Christ. <laughs> meaning one or none. Uh, so have you seen the Aaron Hernandez documentary? I haven't. I have such a good bit on it. Um, how about this? The number of women to claim that they slept with Jimmy uh, Garoppolo during Super Bowl week. Is that Janine Garoppolo's brother? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Here's one that seems like a real easy way to make money. Uh-huh. You ready? The odds that a bomb threat will be called in on the day of the Super Bowl. Jesus Christ. But yes is plus a thousand. You bet a hundred dollars, you win a thousand dollars. All right, I'm calling in a bomb threat. (laughs) How hard is that? If we put a thousand dollars on it, we win ten grand. Fuck. Dude, that's insane. You could totally I mean, some of these things are like you could jerry rig it to make it your so that you win. I mean, some of them, you know. Um, the number of Trump tweets on the day of the Super Bowl over or under 13 and a half. That's how many times a day he tweets. That's insane. Totally insane. And and also what's insane is that that stupid bitch during the debates goes, now, Bernie, um, why did you say that uh, a woman could never be president? He goes, I never said that. that. And she goes, now, Senator Warren, uh, how did you feel when Bernie said that women couldn't be president? It's like <laughs> his face. It's like what? that was like what? 
I mean, dude, the the fucking country might as well exploded by how much she left the gas light on. Did you <laughs> see him in his? Oh, is that the bit? Oh, this yeah, is another bit. Gas uh, Did you see the, him in his New York Times interview? Talking, oh yeah, and he goes even the New York Times. And then they're like, we want Klobuchar and Warren to win. It's like, what joke world are we living in? But you hear I can't wait for Bernie to win and then women still be pissed and realize that it wasn't about the betterment of the country or beating Trump. It was about, like, just gender. Well, there's so much going on with that. Did you see about him talking about birthdays? No. Did you see him call it The Fish? A good band from Vermont, The Fish. <laughs> no, he was talking about birthdays. Did you hear him talking about birthdays, Max? Yeah. What did he say? He was like, he was like, I'm not the kind of guy who will say happy birthday to someone. I don't care about any of that. <laughs> he, he was just saying like, That's he was great. like a no bullshit kind of guy. And I think he said that. I'm a no bullshit guy. I, I He's like who Biden was 10 years ago. Well, Biden was always like super nice. I like Bernie. It's just like, I, I don't. You don't like I'm Bernie. Not, which, I'm not, and I love Bernie. Who do you want to win? Oh God. It's so hard. Of course. You want Warren, don't you? I want Bernie to win. But I don't know if Bernie could win. I don't know if Warren could win. I feel like Bernie could have won in 2016, but Hillary I, stole it from him. Yep. And she's being a real see you next Tuesday, going mm -hmm. around trashing him. I mean, the left just cannibalizes itself. Oh, it's fucking terrible. Fucking so. Some, some person wrote today, like, if you're going to vote for Biden, you might as well just vote for Trump. And you're like, they are not the same. I know. Like Biden could be, of course people hate Biden, but do you know what a difference it will yeah. be having him in there? All these Just, rollbacks on environmental issues, LGBT issues, women's rights, pro-life, democratic the country, judges. Even just on morale of the country and, and like making everyone breathe and not just be so upset all the time. Yeah, you know? I mean, liberals are gonna be upset about everything he does I know. Anyway. Well, Joe Rogan like, endorsed Bernie and all these fucking hippy dippy dipshit liberals are like, um, Bernie, please don't accept this endorsement. Joe Rogan's made very transphobic comments and they showed a clip and Joe Rogan was like, yeah, I just don't think a man should identify as a woman and then fight a woman in an MMA match. <laughs> and it's like, well, what's so bad about that? Yeah. Boop. Yeah. His, you know, his only transphobic comments are about uh, transgendered people in sports which is a complete uh reality check for the whole idea that gender is a construct because you can't deny you can't deny sex and biology when you're talking about men and women in combative no, sports it's it's a conversation that needs to be had not only combative but sports, when you live if, in a fake world if, you if can't have it a man transitions to a woman and then runs a race with other women there's a good chance that 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 transgender will win that race. Well, you because... know what they've done in Jersey in high school? You don't even need to see a doctor or have a medical note. You can go to the athletic board and go, hey, I identify as a woman. And they go, okay, well, next season you'll there's, be on the girls' you know, there's team. There's always those stories. I, I don't... Do I... you want me to give you the, the links, the multiple vax sources? I mean, I don't... Vax? Is this is this from a vax site? I don't... I don't... I just... A lot of those things that they say, I just don't always believe them. I think it might happen like one time. It's like that one guy who probably wanted to go to the bathroom in Target in the women's room. Transgender athletes no longer need to prove gender identity under new NJSIAA policy. But has anyone done it? Yes. NJSIAA says transgender students no longer need to prove gender identity. This happened in November of 2017. What do you know? Ian's right again. Let's get into the episode. What's more embarrassing if you, if you 
go to your like your sports department as a guy and you're like hey i kind of see myself as a woman i want to Mm -hmm. be in like women's sports and then like you lose all the women's sports oh my god and then you go back to being a guy (laughs) that you you can't even go back to being a guy i know you can't be a woman or male now you just got to be well i used to have a joke that was like it was so ignorant when republicans and conservatives were like a man marries a man what's next are you gonna be able to marry your dog and it's like no that's ignorant that's homophobic and it's wrong but i will tell you what'll happen next is a man can win first team all state girls track (laughs) yeah (laughs) also not for nothing What's wrong with marrying your dog? I mean, I my cat is my son. Yeah, so. I mean, if I married my cat, I could, as long as I'm not fucking my cat. Um, hey, whatever you do behind closed doors is going to give me a hard on thinking about oh, it. Oh, God. That's, getting, that's a good time. To get All right, let's get episode. into the episode. Holy fucking shit, okay? It's been the- 37 minutes of fucking gabbing. Now let's get into this episode of just... Just a wild ride of ups and downs. Episode and 218. Some things really pissed me off X and in the city. warmed my heart. Uh, written and directed by Michael Patrick King, uh, October 3rd, 1999. I think I asked you last time where you were. Uh, we went over some of these things last time. Steve comes. Um, All right, now let's get into Steve. Let's get okay. into Steve. I mean, I would love to. He seems like my kind of guy. Ugh. So uh, Steve is... So great in every sense of the word. He's direct. He's fair. He's honest. He's sincere. He's funny. He's hardworking. He has a lot of pride and he seems like a caretaker and just a solidly good dude. Mm -hmm. And him and Miranda being friends. Here's the thing, though. When they go on that friend hangout and they go to the apartment and he goes, can friends kiss? She goes, friend, he goes in for the kiss and she goes, this is where friends kiss yeah. on the cheek. And he goes, can friends kiss here? And he kisses her on the chest and she goes, no. And he goes, can friends kiss here? And he kisses her on the neck. She goes, no. And he goes, can friends kiss? And she goes, yes. And they tear each other's clothes off. That is so hot, so sexy. It's what women want. And now in, tw- I don't know if it's in 2020, but I know in 2019, there was a thing of like, that is rape. And it's like, well, you know, uh, it's a lot of cat and mouse. And the way they tore their clothes off was so hot. But I see in this episode, the way Carrie acts, the way Miranda acts, it, this episode more than any other is translated over into what women carry with them in today's society. Like that idea of like, maybe a woman doesn't need to be tamed. Maybe she needs to run free until she finds a man who can run free with her. Mm-hmm. Me. Mm, dislike, edit that out. Um, anyway, isn't that funny that that's the thing at like, uh, that it he's like, can we kiss? No, can we kiss? It no. was so can funny about kiss? that scene is I, fuck. I thought Steve, during that was so corny what it was like so eye rolly how but because it's it's corny but why it worked with him i've i found myself watching it and then i found myself smiling that's you know why i'm find, steve you know when you find yourself smiling over something yeah and you're like oh i like that yeah but, but i did i was like oh this is so corny and then i'm like oh why, why is like that this? corny it was so real that's that's real true emotion of Hanging out, making each other laugh, and they're like, "What are we doing this?" But it moment? could be, it could be both. It could be corny. It's corny, but it's Steve. Steve is but super corny. He was corny. taking charge, taking control. 
I love Steve. I know. Not like that fucking jerk off big. What do you think happens to Steve and Miranda? I predict I you know what I would love? I would love side story Steve Miranda get together, have a kid, that becomes their life and then that puts new blood into the show and then mm-hmm. that bleeds over into uh having some of the others slowly settle down. Mm-hmm. I cannot take Samantha's accent any longer. <laughs> I cannot take well I'm Liza Minnelli, <laughs> you know. Well, I I'll say I've never picked up a man on the street before, but he better be cute. Now get over here. Mm, yeah. I'm not like other girls. Let's see, you dated Mr. Big. I'm dating Mr. Too Big. <laughs> I, I I found her weird in this episode because she doesn't seem like someone who couldn't take a giant dick. Well, dude, another thing about this episode, I've seen so many women mirror this behavior and stuff. Of I had an ex who used the term Goldie Dick with me about not being too big, not being too small, being just right. She called her Goldie Cox. This this she, my ex called me Goldie Dick. Ugh. <laughs> Let's edit that out. <laughs> Keep it. <laughs> is, is it because you have gold pubic hair? Is that what it is? Yeah, it's like straw. Ugh. <laughs> Um, yeah, we don't need to talk about Samantha. I mean, I was just, I, I, I mean, was just surprised. It's, it's that... just like this character has has totally worn out her welcome for me. She is she is no depth. But she it did is have just a mo- the same thing she, over and she over. She did have a moment at the end of the episode, which I didn't really understand, where, where, where they were talking about like Steve and Big, and she just said, I miss James. Who's James? The guy with the big dick? That's what I said. I was like, I don't know who James is. Because I don't think James is the big dick guy. Maybe she just felt left out. But I got to tell you, too, um, that was funny when when they were quoting that Hubble movie and Samantha's like, it's a girl. It's a chick flick. And I was like, hell yeah. What movie? The movie at the end with um, Robert Streisand. The the Way We Were. Yes. Have you ever seen it? No. But can I tell you? Oh, James was. I'm sorry. James was the guy. Uh, who had a tiny dick that she really liked. Oh. Mm. She really liked him. But that was funny. He's like, are you ready? She's like, I thought it was in. Oh, poor guy. I know. Um, Can you relate? I can. So what else happened in this episode? Uh, I mean, Carrie calling, wanting well, to be friends. Let's talk about Charlotte for, we'll talk about some, uh, oh, God, Carrie Charlotte and her horse. Charlotte looks super hot in her running clothes. Number <sighs> one. Yeah, She did. Yes. Number two. When was the last time that you could get on your horse and gallop around central park? Is that a thing that happens now? <laughs> Or I mean, when was the last time you could smoke in a park? You know, they, they've outlawed every ounce of fun in this fucking. So in town. the '90s, people were just taking their horses to Central Park and I think galloping. So. No, I don't look think it up, Max. Make yourself useful. I don't think that was ever a thing. Sort of looking like a fucking traffic cone. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of traffic cones are you looking at? There's nothing orange on him. Gay ones. <laughs> oh jeez. Um, B seven. So, all right. Do you want to get into Carrie and Big? For let's just go back to the Charlotte thing. Of course, she's a horse chick. Of course, every horse chick I've ever met has been weird. Has had like these like weird like they're like oh I don't know. Horse girls are like overly horny in a weird way. I don't know. Or like have an idea of being like dainty and like 
uh, so demure all the time. Well, you I know. think there's there's a sense of privilege that comes mm, with it. So it's yes. hard to look at someone who rides horses and not automatically have this like weird privileged thought about them. Right. You know, which d- but also I bet like banging around on the back of a horse fucks your clit <laughs> up from a young age. So it kind of makes you like weirdly horny. I would feel like it's the opposite. Like your clit's all bruised. No, girls can get off riding horses. Isn't that right, Max? Yeah. <laughs> you ever get off riding a horse? Yeah, all the Google time. Google that, Max. Uh, this says that it's still allowed. It You're is. allowed to ride your horse in Central Park. Yeah. I think Holy there's there's fuck. like a path. They just have a pathway where you can Holy ride horses. Fuck. What? They say that it's been tradition for like 150 years. What? Yeah. Which can you bring your Google if you could bring your horse on the subway? How do you get? <laughs> how do you get it there? Well, you just take it down the elevator and from your high rise. So Carrie uh, meets Big. Uh, first in the last first episode, of all, I, you want to talk? You want to talk about corny? That stable conversation when they were in the stable was the corniest fucking thing I've ever seen where everything Charlotte said about the horses deeply directly related to Carrie and big and like men I was like this is so ham-fisted oh and I also looked I was trying oh, to look at why would you wear 300 pair of dollars shoes 300 dollar pair of shoes to a horse stable well, that's, you don't have sneakers she wears them every day oh she's not Carrie wearing, Carrie's not wearing sneakers Carrie would be so hot in a pair of chucks I was oh I was also watching, uh, looking for like the location of that because after they leave the stable and walk into the city streets, yeah. So it's clearly like a locations guy was just like, "Listen, we're gonna take this parking garage and fill it up with uh, horse straw yeah, and yeah, horse yeah. shit. That's the best we're gonna do." Um, well, Carrie, you know her voicemail was, "Hey, I'm not here. I'm not shoe shopping. Leave a message," which I know. was very cute. She like that's shoes. my voicemail when you call me. <laughs> Um, so she decides to finally call big because as we talked about in the beginning of the episode is like getting over things. How do you get over things? Uh, see what I did back under. Yeah. So she says, let's go to lunch. Yes. And they go to lunch and they have fun and they get liquored up. I thought when they got liquored up, they were going to hook up. That's where I thought it was going. I'm sure she thought that too. Do you know what I mean? Kind of like, let's be fun. And then you'll like, remember why we're so dated for Carrie. And it was kind of her fault by going, come on, we're friends. Tell me about the girl. Well, that's that thing. Trying to be over it, trying to be the bigger person. Yeah. You know, because also big is a guy who's never serious about girls, you know, and and I, and, and I feel like I have a lot of connections to big and with Carrie as my big ex. Because I know if I've ever told my big ex that I'm engaged, she will probably freak out, too, because it's like. That's not who you are. Mm. You know, so when Big is like, this is serious, she's kind of like, what are you talking about? Mm. You could never be serious with anyone. Mm. So that's why the idea of Big being engaged is so like mind-blowing to her. And I'm not a fan of, of people causing a scene, but her scene felt very justified. Her scene was justified. It was great. It made me think if... I wonder what could happen in a restaurant like that where I would act the same way. Because I feel like I'm just very measured with stuff where I'd be like, well, well, I guess. Yeah, all right. No. Have you ever gotten so mad that you're like, you, you, it's like seeing red. You just kind of black out and you're so mad. And then afterwards you're like, I can't believe I acted like Years that. ago. Well, the other night I almost had it out with a booker. This booker fucking, I was like, look, man, I'd really love to work the club, whatever. And he goes, yeah, my lineup's all full. Thanks. But thanks. 
I go, hey, is this like a personal thing or just a business thing? He goes, business. If it was personal, I wouldn't respond. And I wanted to go, okay, cool. Well, good luck with your business and your $50,000 a month rent, fatty. <laughs> you fat fucking pig. <laughs> Wait, is that what you said? No, I had it typed <laughs> out. And then luckily I texted a friend and said, is this bad to do? And she said, yes. But I wanted to burn that bridge the fuck down. I can't wait till that fucking club goes out of business. Which club? Oh, I'm not saying. <laughs> you know. I, I don't want that mad yet. Well, I mean, I, I don't. Well, this you know, is also an episode of not. Burning. I don't know if I, I have a leg to stand. This on. is. This is an episode of. No, I don't mind standing up in New York, but the other one I would have a Listen, hard time. If you don't want to tell us, it's fine. There watching gonna, it burn down. I'm not going to force you to tell us. I won't. But I think I want to keep that private. But I think uh, I think we got the hint. It's the comedy seller. <laughs> Spoiler. That's not true. I'll <laughs> murder you and anyone that doesn't like that place. It's the best. Keep employing me. Okay. Uh, oh, okay. So she freaks out and leaves crying. Uh, what was her other... Oh, so then she goes... Again, trying to be the bigger person. First of you know, all, you know first what? of all, she gets invited to the engagement party. So disgraceful, so disgusting. What a fuck you! Totally something I would do. That's so ignorant and wrong. But not as a fuck you thinking like, okay, we're okay. I no. want her to come, no. not realizing it's going to no. be a thing. No, totally something I would do. Because you I, know what's I, funny? Every time Carrie gets into trouble, it's because she listens to her friends. Every time she goes to her friends to be like, this and this, and they go, well, this and that, she does it, and then there are dire consequences. I don't necessarily think that. I think she gets mixed things from her friends. I think all her friends are like, get rid of big. Mm -hmm. I feel like she doesn't. Maybe you're right. She doesn't always listen to them. Maybe you're right. But she doesn't go to the party, but she does go to like see him. Ugh. And Ugh. they have that conversation because, and I understand that thing too of being like, and it's a thing about being ghosted where it's kind of, I just want to know, uh, you know, because you have so many thoughts in your head, even uh, like, even, even leaving jokers, I had so many thoughts in my head. Why you want closure where it becomes, yeah, because like, was it me? Uh, was it something else? No, it was definitely me. I need to change this. I shouldn't have done this. Why? And then you kind of mm -hmm. just internalize everything that's wrong with you. And then you finally just want to be like, I just want to know why. So she finally went and, and that was the question that she just wanted to know why. And he said, it just got too hard, which I get that too, you know? I think the two of them, I don't know, especially for someone like him. And, and I think Natasha is just easier for him. You know, Carrie's not mm. easy. It's also a different level of emotions and feelings. Mm. I think it's a str like a, a bigger love, a stronger love. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, there's definitely a thing about someone who, I mean... I think in like theory, you're like, I want to be challenged in a relationship. I want someone that's going to motivate me. I want someone that's going to, you know, keep me on my toes. I want someone I can travel around with. And then like you get that and you're like, this is a lot. Quit keeping me on my toes. I want to be flat footed for a bit. You yeah, know, yeah. let me sleep in. Let me, you know, leave me alone. And Carrie was so like completely sure of everything. And I think Big just wanted a simple like. I'm going to go to my man cave and drink a beer and watch a sport 
you go and be by yourself. And Carrie was kind of like a loving puppy, kind of like pulling at him for attention. He just wants like a cat that will kind of go to its part of the house and leave him alone. Yeah. Where he could like go to Paris for like six months and she's not going to care. And I'm yeah. Sh- I'm sure like everything with Carrie seemed to be an inquisition, you know, like, but what about and how about and this and that. But it was interesting for her to go for two years. And I was like, finally, we get a fucking timeline. <laughs> Are you kidding me? I don't know if this shit's happening week to week in three month increments. Like, what the fuck? Can't you give us some sort of fucking timeline every couple episodes? Two years? Two That's years. so long. Especially for a woman in her 30s. That is so So then what long. age does that make her? 39? No. 37? I think they said it once before. Her body is so hot. At the end of that, in that wedding shot, you could see her abs and her fucking, good Jeez. God. Yeah. But then it's so funny because, you know, Big leaves and she sees a horse. And that was interesting that she would see a horse and then she looked like a horse and then it it. was a back and forth thing of like you know uh wow no wonder she sees a a kinship in that horse oh my god what happened remember the first episode you made that joke i'm saying i don't believe it but i'm saying for the haters it was it was a strange choice i wonder if that was a big thing back then comparing her to a horse because she doesn't look like a horse no but it became and if it it is i'd like to suck that mr ed's dick it became like a common trope of of her um and uh, that's the thing that we never addressed so the thing we never addressed is how men got so mad that she was the main character of a show really that's why everyone made fun of her because she wasn't like um, Catherine like, Zeta-Jones? Yeah, whatever hot was at the moment. Like, she wasn't... Really? People tr- got mad about that? Oh, yeah. People, like, That's hated crazy. her because they're like, she's not even fucking hot. And it's like, oh, because you couldn't be a main character in a show and not be hot. Like, that wasn't Who possible. else are main characters in a show that aren't hot? Everyone on shows are hot. No, not now. That's why I can't get on a show. But now I'm the main character hot. doesn't need to be hot. Name a show without a hot main character. Girls. Woof. Um, yeah, you're right. Yikes. But the other three make up for the total lack of hotness in that bridge troll. Yeah, but the show wasn't about hot. Lena girls. Dunham looks like how Max dresses. Sloppy. I think I don't <laughs> want to say other shows because then I feel like I'm being mean, but there are a lot of other shows. What about male roles? Males doesn't matter. Guys it, don't have to, but guys. it should. Every male role, the guy's handsome. But they don't have to be. It, name a male role where the guy's not handsome. And don't say Adam Driver. <laughs> um, you can't. Every guy I, is I hot. Can't name a, a show where the the guy isn't hot. Yeah. Uh, I'm trying to think of shows that are on TV. Oh, Curb Your Enthusiasm. He's not hot. I mean, Seinfeld. Yeah, he hot. is. <laughs> no, no. I'm ta- you know what I'm talking about. I know what you're talking about, but I don't think that the male lead needs to be hot. And I'm saying, especially in in the nineties, I don't think the female the, lead needs to be hot. But now, it, name now. one actress who's not hot. Are you kidding me? But if they, but on the other side of the coin, if they tried to throw Lizzo in something, I'd be like, ugh, turn it off. Right, but back then, I'm just talking about back then. There's yes. no way you would find a TV show where the main female character wasn't super hot. Whereas now, you can have a TV show with a a, a main actress who's like more character driven. I, I mean, a lot of these women aren't known you know who's like nurse jackie she's hot 
they're not traditionally hot is what mm, I'm saying. I can they relate can, to they that. They can have just kind of like women. I'm non-traditionally handsome. But out of the box. It all ends with uh, Carrie and Big um, walking away. Well, what'd she say before they walk away? I mean, this was just perfect. When she sees Big, and and I got to give her credit for going, what happened? I have to know. Yeah, she was like, why wasn't it me? Yeah, I give her so much credit because that's a question we always want to ask. That's the thing we always want to know. That's the thing we always want to say. And I think I know I've been too chicken shit to whatever. With with certain things, it's like, I don't want to be annoying. But it's like, wow, good for her for having the fucking ovaries to do that. Mm -hmm. You know? And she goes, why wasn't it me? And he goes, it just got too hard. Mm-hmm. And she looks at him and she grabs his face and goes, she's a real pretty girl, Hubble. And he goes, I don't get it. And she goes, and you, you never, never did. <laughs> and walks away. I mean, when she said, "It's you've got a real pretty girl, Hubble, I was like, oh, Carrie, that's so lame. Why didn't you just say big or like his name, which I still don't know what it is. And uh, But when she said Hubble and played that game of chess, and he goes, I don't get it. And she goes, you never did. I was like, wow. Holy fuck. Because you know she's going to tell that story a million times to every friend. I mean, that is the line that we play in our head days and weeks after we flub the line. Yeah. In real life. Yeah. You know, I would have been like, I would have been like, your girls, she's, you got a real, your, your dude's all right. Yeah. And they would have been like, Okay, thanks. And I would have been like, well, yeah. and then I turned around and yelled, Hub- yelled Hubble. Stolen Valerie's not me. <laughs> I go away. Did you hear Sergeant Slaughter got in trouble for stolen Valerie? Yeah, all these people <laughs> tweeted me more. It was hilarious. Uh, well, and that ends season two, which I think is uh, such a good season. It started with a, a, a lot of relationship stuff and then got into a lot of, once her and Big broke up, got into a lot of like fluff episodes and then really with those last two episodes really came back. Yes. And I'm excited to see where Miranda and Steve go. Charlotte and Samantha, they can get fucking lost in a river. And Carrie... Make your predictions. Oh, or Carrie. Make your predictions. What happens? Well, to I know s- some guy Aiden's coming up because fucking everybody talks about Aiden and that name stinks. Mm-hmm. But you know, I I just hope there's like some weird depth that uh, I want to know about their backstories, how they all met, well, how they came together, spoiler, their childhood, uh, you know, their families. I don't know if they really get into that. You know, I want to know if Samantha got kicked in the head by a mule, which is why she talks like Ooh, this. Spoiler, season you four. Make some predictions. What happens to Samantha? Samantha keeps getting piped down, but she never is content with it. Mm-hmm. Charlotte? Uh, Charlotte uh, joins the alt-right because she <laughs> realizes that white is right. Mm-hmm. Uh, Miranda? Miranda and Steve really just make it. They're an all-American good couple. They find happiness and love in each other. They have a kid. That kid's pretty cool. Can can you can you make a joke in your set where um I I don't know what the beginning is, but the punchline is it wasn't Adam and Eve, it was Miranda and Steve. Oh, that's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
Fever Can I have that? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh my god, that's amazing. I'm gonna try it tonight. I don't know if that starts from a like from a gay thing. I'll just talk to about Sex in the City, and be like, you know, I gotta say, I love Sex in the City, but I'm a fucking conservative. I think what's going on right now in the world is ridiculous. It wasn't. It's. It's at it's it's traditional marriage. It's Adam and Eve, not Miranda and Steve. <laughs> no, we'll work on it. Something like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Miranda and Steve. Max, what do you think? Well, what do they say? It's not um, Adam and Steve. No, no, it's not. Yeah, it's, that's yes. what they say. It's what Adam and Eve, not Adam and Steve. So you start with. I think it's that's not Adam it and Steve. It's believe in Miranda and Steve. Yeah. Yeah, all right, we'll work on it. I believe Let's... in love. I believe in natural male-female friends. Nah, maybe it's not good. I have a headache. I've been talking all day. Well, this is the end of our second season. This is the end of my comedy career. I can't even come up with a fucking joke. What a year. What it's... a thing to look forward to. In the next episode, I'll have the joke for you. What a year it's been. Uh, we're going to take... Uh, do you know we're going to take a little break? From what? The podcast? Oh, you didn't know this. We mentioned it in a... I suggested it. We suggested it, and I said I agree with Max. What? I think we should take a, a, a little break and just regroup. I also go back to work on Monday and... Um, really? I, I think just like a week or two. You know to, what that's going to turn into. Three. We're not going to do the pod till fucking June. Well, t- I think we need a little time to regroup. I do think, we even have any listeners I think anymore? We have some. Yeah, how yeah. many? We have some, don't, don't tell us how the hot dogs yeah, made. I think we come back and, and, you know. Really hit it hard. And really hit it hard and promote it again. I think we could get to a good place. I think you and I will hang out at the wedding tomorrow. Yeah, I'm excited for that. Uh, have a few shots of grenadine. and um, Does grenadine have alcohol in it? No. Is grenadine the cherry stuff? Yes. Let's have some grenadine. Grenadine is fantastic. Grenadine Let's grenadine it up, dude. Oof. Uh, yeah, and then we'll we'll be back in a bit, season three. Um, yeah, any closing words? As a great Confucius once said, <laughs> "See you next season." <laughs> oh, I was ready to do. Oh, seventy-two. Thanks, um, guys. Well, thanks, Max. Thanks, Ian. This has been fun. And Ian, you're a real pretty boy, Hubble. I'm a non-traditionally handsome man, big. Adam and Steve. <laughs> Goldie Cox. <laughs> See ya. <laughs>